any from any country whatsoever. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. Time for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither it snake it snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Welcome back. I know it's unusual that we're ro- rolling out this music right at 5.05, but yay, you know, short show today. MSU basketball started at 5.30, so we're just going to jump into it. If you've never heard the snake draft, here's what we do on the snake draft. We pick a topic, we each pick our top four in the topic, and we go back and forth on our picks. And so our snake draft today is, what are the biggest first world problems that you encounter on an occasional basis? We're very fortunate, we're blessed, we live in America, the greatest country on earth. So we have first world problems, everybody's got first world problems. I'm going to start, my biggest first world problem is when the football game is not on a channel that you normally have. Now, I get it. We're lucky because we get to even watch football. But yesterday, the Chiefs play in Frankfurt, Germany. No, they don't play on CBS. No, they don't play on Fox or NBC. They don't even play on ESPN. No, instead, they play on the NFL Network. How do I know this? Because I'm ready to have a Chiefs party. My kids are excited for a Chiefs party. I'm making waffles. I've bought bacon. I've got eggs. We're like, the house smells amazing. And I'm like, hey, let's turn on the pregame. I walk in there, there's no pregame. So I look it up, it's on the NFL Network. I have to immediately call an audible. We race out the door to go watch the game at a local establishment that, thank God, opened at 8 a.m. And we were there in time, although it was jam-packed and there was a line down the block. But that is my number one first world problem is when the game is not on on a channel that you get. You now have to get NBC, ABC, CBS, Amazon Prime, ESPN and the NFL Network, if you want to watch every football game, that is a first-world problem. It really is. Uh, this is something I've ran into for a long time. Luckily, my my grandmother has DirecTV, and so I can log into her DirecTV with her permission, obviously, and watch a lot of the games that way. That's really the only way that I can do it, um, and that means I'm subjected to whatever game is in my area. I'm a Patriots fan. Don't get to lot. Don't get to watch a lot of Patriots games because they play up in New England in Foxborough, Massachusetts, and the local carriers just don't seem to care about the Patriots, and rightfully so. They're all about making money. That's fair, and it's it's just frustrating for people who want to, you know, who are Packers fans or Cowboys fans or Rams. Or if you're fans. traveling and you want to watch the Chiefs, exactly. Yeah. So that's always frustrating. I have I have one that uh, is frustrating to no end. It is a uh, a broken phone charger. This is... Man, my number two is going to be a phone charger, but it's not a broken one. So, broken in two ways. This can, A, mean a phone charger that just doesn't work anymore. You pick it up one day, and it doesn't charge your phone. What this also means is those phony chargers that charge for like two minutes, and then they go off again, and it stops charging. They're like the ones you buy from the gas station that yeah. are like... Oh, this is the the Apple uh, uh, charger, and it's like, right. oh, that's not an Apple. Oh, this is the orange iPhone charger. Those don't work. They crap out on you really fast, and they tr- and they cost as much as a real Apple charger almost. I mean, they're like 
20 to $30. Have you tried to buy gas station electronics lately? Oh, they're the worst. They're so expensive, You only buy them too. when your, your old one broke or whatever it might be. It's so like, well, I need one in the moment. Right, exactly. And there's nothing worse. You see a little a little crack in the charger or a little uh, a little knot in it, something like that, a, 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 a bend that can't be unbent. I can't remember the right term for it, but... And it just, whether you're charging it late at night, whether you're trying to charge it throughout the day, it's just charging, not charging, charging, not charging. And so if you plug your phone in at 20%, which is when you should start plugging your phone in, I've been trying to plug my phone in as soon as it hits 20% lately, and it might get up, you could check back in an hour, it might be at 25, it might be at 75. Uh, uh. You, you never know, and it's super frustrating. We've been dealing with our lives without phones for thousands of years and so it's definitely a first world problem but it's always frustrating i need my phone all the time and the broken chargers can ruin that i was going to say i'm just going to throw it out there now because i'm not going to use it when the phone charger doesn't reach the bed oh yes that's the one you should have said that one irritates me because especially i don't like to charge my phone overnight because if you charge your phone to a hundred percent supposedly it's harder the battery to continue to charge it so I always want to charge a little bit and then just have the phone next to the bed. But when the phone charger won't reach and your phone's down like 25%, it's like, ah, I don't want to get it out, plug it in and go to bed. So I like stand there for five minutes and plug it so it makes it through the night. Hopefully we put on airplane mode and then undo it and jump into bed. I know this is the worst of the first world problems. It is. That that one's pretty severe. Whenever I moved into my uh, the house that I'm living in now, I set up my bed, I set up the nightstand, I set up my TVs, all of that stuff, um, and then realized that only I only have one working outlet in my entire room, and it's behind the TV all the way across the room from the bed. And so I had to buy like a 10-foot charger uh, from a gas station that didn't work at all, and it was really frustrating for the longest time until I bought like an extension cord <laughs> just to be able to charge my phone. All right, what's your number two pick? Number two pick for me is forgetting your password. Whenever you work on multiple devices, whenever you are on the go, whenever for some reason you get signed out of an account, it could take you forever to remember your password. And I know that now they have a thing that says forgotten password and you like click on it and it sends it to your email. But what happens when you forget your password to your email? Or you forget, or you, or, or it sends it to an email. You're like, I haven't used that email address. I don't know how to get into that email address. Exactly. When I worked, when I was a, when I was a youth pastor, I had my own church email account that I do not remember the password for. And so I have been paying for a graphic design app for the past two years ha! that I cannot cancel because I signed up for it on my church email address and I don't, I don't know how to get out of it. So it's it's been frustrating for a long time, but forgetting your password just in general is the worst. Uh, thank goodness that Apple came up with a way now to just transfer all of your apps and all of your data from one phone to another. Who knows what else they're doing with that data? Probably not a whole lot of good ethical things, but it helps in the moment. Uh, my number two pick is when you... Uh, things that don't have touch screens. Oh. And this is so... I, again, this is first row problems, but uh, at my kid's school, you go to sign in. There's these two boxes. You can sign in as a visitor or you can sign in as a, or a volunteer or you can sign in as a visitor. Every single time uh, my finger touches the volunteer screen 
And then every single time I see the little thing in the bottom that says, this is not a touch screen. So you have to run your mouse up there. And I know it's stupid, but after you've lived with iPhones and iPads, the fact that some things don't have a touch screen makes me crazy. And I know these are the worst of the first world problems, but that one to me is hard for me to comprehend. That is true. And maybe we just need more funding for public schools to be able to do that. But <laughs> there, yeah, there comes a point where everything has to be touchscreen or voice activated or something like that. Like there's, there's no need for mouses anymore. Do you call them, whenever there's multiple computer mouses, do you call them mouses or mice? If there's like, I have no idea. Right? If there's have you three, ever needed more than one mouse? I'm looking at three mouses right <laughs> now as we speak, Elijah. So, yeah, I don't know. There are too many. I feel like if you say there's mice on the desk, yeah, people that nobody freak knows out. what you're talking about. Yeah. But if you say there's multiple mouses, I think not knowing what to call multiple mouses is a first world problem. It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've just discovered one. We just came upon one. That was perfect. <laughs> Uh, next one, and it's a two-parter, and I'm going to use them both as my number three. Unloading the dishwasher or the dryer. We live in an amazing society. We have these things that clean your dishes and wash and dry your clothes. I hate the part after that's done. There's no automated way to put the dishes away or to put the clothes away. I'm not going to, I don't like folding. I don't like putting clothes in drawers because I'm just going to take them back out. So my house is like most houses where... The, the clean dishes are usually in the dishwasher. You just take it out of the dishwasher to eat off of. And the clean laundry is traditionally in the dryer, and you just take it out of the dryer to wear it. That's where all the clean stuff is. Why would I add this extra step of moving a shirt from the dryer to a drawer only to wear it? Why don't I just bypass the middle step, put it from the dryer onto my body? It. I wish there was an automated way to put it away because I don't like the fact that my laundry room is a pile of freshly dried clothes that I just haven't put away. Uh, but I just don't see the advantage and value in doing that. And it's a first world problem that there's no automated way to put clothes away. Yeah. Or this, the dishes. this outfit I'm wearing right now, 100% of it straight out of the dryer this morning. Same for me. Literally, I I, oh, I do this a lot. I start the, start the laundry at night. This morning, I wake up. I do my workout. I start the freshen up tab on the dryer. Which oh, is, yeah. They should just call it the knock the wrinkles out tab. Yep. Start that. It's 20 minutes. I jump in the shower. By the time I'm out of shower, my shirt has no wrinkles in it. And I pull out the shirt that I'm going to wear. That's a normal day. And maybe it's not a problem. Maybe this doesn't even qualify as a first world problem. But I wish there was an automated way to put away dishes and put away clothes so that I didn't have to do it. Maybe they call it a maid. Maybe they call it somebody. That, but I wish there was a way to do that because I don't want to do that in today's 21st century America. Yeah, I agree. I will have my laundry lay on my bed or just sitting on the uh, sitting in the dryer forever. I mean, for a long, long time. It was better whenever I was I was living alone. Now I have two roommates. And so you kind of have to get your stuff out of the dryer. Or you look like a jerk just taking up space in there and nobody can move your stuff. But I whenever I was living alone in Lebanon, it was tragic. Like there was I it was every morning walk out into the living room, go to the dryer, put on clothes, and then start the day. Like, and I, I 100% agree, the like freshen up tab or whatever. It's, it's just, just call it what it is. This yeah. is the iron, uh, the iron mode on your dry, dryer. You don't want to iron your shirts. You just want to knock the wrinkles out of them. So call it the iron mode. Exactly. Whenever I was living with a roommate before this, um, 
he would not do the knock the wrinkles out feature. And he would just wear wrinkled clothes every day. Oh, no, you can't do that. I was, I was appalled. I mean, I was so, I was like, dude, get your wrinkles out. And he just, he never would. He's like, I don't care. It was shocking. Um, for my next pick, this, we're really getting into like sad levels. I, I, this this is one of the worst (laughs) drafts you've done because I'm like embarrassed by each one of these answers. So stairs don't bother me that much. However, that much. Stairs, whenever I see a broken elevator or escalator, is just the worst. That's funny. They, they seem even taller than. Exactly. They seem, they seem way bigger. I, I enjoy going to the mall maybe once or twice a month. And every once in a while, the escalator or the elevators will be broken. And I'll I have to feel walk. like the escalator is always broken at the mall. It is. And you know what? You know what's also frustrating? Don't shut down the escalator when it's broken. Just let people use it as stairs. <laughs> why? Why? An escalator's never broken, technically. It's just an escalator, and then it's not working, so it's now just fancy stairs. There's never a broken escalator unless it, like, fell or caved in on itself. Speaking of this, you know what my favorite escalators are? They're the flat escalators in airports that take you that take you from like one terminal to the next one oh, yeah. where you just stand there or you can walk on them and you don't, feel like you're sprinting. Don't you dare stand on those. Oh, you those have to are, walk on them. Those are for walking. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. we agreed oh, on Oh, totally. That. I walk on those. Uh, and I hate people that stand three across so you can't walk around them. Just oh. stand, be on the right. This is normal. But I love walking those because you feel like you're making so much time in the airport. And then you step off and it's like walking into jello. And you're like, <laughs> I'm walking so slowly now. <laughs> that's a totally random aside. That's that's beside the point. It is. If, if walking now becomes a first world problem because I'm used to walking on those flat <laughs> escalators, that's, that's a total first world problem. How far away are we from becoming the humans in Wally that are just like hovering around on chairs? I mean, I think pounds? if you watch Idiocracy. Oh, <laughs> Garrett. Okay, you got to watch Idiocracy. It's a c- couple hours long. It's from the guy who did Office Space, Mike Judge. Mm. And it's a story about a guy who goes into a, essentially a time machine goes forward about a thousand years and what happens to society. And everything's been dumbed down to its lowest possible levels. So you've got President Mountain Dew and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And it's such an incredible commentary on society. You got to watch Idiocracy. So... Uh, true, I'll I'll check it out, which is the promise I always make to you, and sometimes I and actually follow through. Um, Mike Judge sounds familiar, though. Is he King of the Hill, I want to say? I think so. I think so. Okay, just making sure. That was a shout-out uh, to Dad for always watching King of the Hill, and I just have that intro screen burned into my memory. Um, I have one more pick to make here, and this is where I'm starting to struggle a little bit. Um... But yeah, I'm going to go, I, I'm deciding between two. We've talked about this a lot, um, and we've both complained about this a lot. So I think it's good to, to kind of bring, bring back old picks. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Vick. No, I'm just kidding. I just like reminding everybody of that. I'm going to go with the phrase, is Pepsi okay? This is a first world problem, people. I complain about I it more than anyone. I think you've just wanted to say this for a long time. <laughs> I don't even think this is a first world problem. <laughs> It absolutely is. How frustrated do people get that they don't have your style of soft drink? 
We're go you're going to a restaurant where food is readily available and whenever they're done with food, you just throw it out. And yet we always find a way to complain that they don't have the soft drink of our choosing. The very healthy but very tasty soft drink of our choosing. So it's it's always it's super frustrating, but at the end of the day, it's definitely a first world problem. That's fair enough. That's fair. I hate when people ask that. I stopped drinking soft drinks, so that helps. So I actually, and yeah, we got enough time. I went, uh, I'm waiting on a Twitter argument. You know how you like reply to a tweet and you're just waiting for people to come back at you? That's what I did today. Former guest and friend of the show on the uh, Fitness Friday, Jason Helms. Hel- yeah, Hel- yeah, yeah, Hel- yeah. So I followed him on Twitter immediately yeah. and he had this big thread this morning about how unhealthy soft drinks are. Yes. And it's true. They're very unhealthy. And I replied to it. It's not so much that they're so unhealthy. It's just that there's no, nothing healthy about them. You know, drinking a lot of coffee may not be great for you, but there's some healthy things about coffee, clarity, and things like that. Soft drinks bring you no actual nutritional value. Yeah, and I've stayed in relationships where I wasn't getting a whole lot of value. It's just about the fun of the experience sometimes, you know? And so I replied to the tweet and just said... Jason, you're forgetting the simple fact that they're yummy. And that, I mean, so now I'm waiting for a whole bunch of fitness guys to be like, well, I actually don't like soft drinks because all I can think about is how unhealthy they are. And I'm just going to eye roll emoji reply every single one of them. I'm really looking forward this to it. This harkens back to you thinking that bodybuilding is not a sport. It's not a sport. Drink, hot dog eating is more of a sport than bodybuilding. And if there was a competition about drinking the most Dr. Pepper or Pepsi or Coke, over time, that's more of a sport than bodybuilding. All right. Uh, my final <laughs> pick, uh, the f- most first world of first world problems, uh, is when you're laying in bed um, and you want to lay on your side while texting and the phone switches <laughs> switches from regular mode to horizontal mode. So you're like, no, no, no. I, I don't know how to text on this mode. I know how to text in the other mode. That's the most first world of first world problems. <laughs> I... Get so frustrated. Yes, I lose my mind. I'm like, ah, stupid phone. I, you should I, know I'm laying down and not right, just turning and I you don't sideways. Want, I don't want to watch this on horizontal mode. I want to watch it on vertical mode. And I know there's a way to lock your phone, but I never remember how to do it. And it's that, especially I'm like, lay, I'm like, oh, I'm going to roll over. I roll over and it switches. I'm like, no. Uh, my phone pretty much stays on the locked mode. So there's a way to keep it locked. I just don't know how it is and, and don't care enough to do that. Yeah, it's it's very simple. I mean, it's a, it's two it's a swipe and a press on your phone. It's the easiest <laughs> thing in the world. But uh, yeah, I I get it. I don't know how to exactly type this to put it on the graphic where people can go vote at nine three three kwto on Twitter or X. Uh, phone switching to horizontal mode, something like that. Phone, f- I'll do flipping. Because I already had flipping typed, and Perfect. I'm too lazy to flip it. <laughs> Phone flipping to horizontal. Okay. That makes sense. And that's a good pick, because I struggle with that daily, and it's always really frustrating when I'm trying to watch a video, and it flips to uh, whatever form I don't want to. Or like you said, texting, which is a big part of it, too. You're trying to text, and all of a sudden it flips to some, like... If, uh, thumbs weren't built that way, and it wasn't built to... Uh, to text on that. So I, I get that pick fully and I've already, um, figured out how to put it on the graphic. It's going to be small, but I got it. So, uh, first world problems. Once again, you can go vote 933K 
WTO. Keep watching the Ozarks is a way to remember that. Um, here are the results of the draft one more time. For first world problems, Elijah has not finding the game on TV. Uh, no touch screen. Let's change it to the game not being available. On the game not being TV. available. Yeah. I'll change that. The game not being available. No touch screen. Unloading dishwasher slash dryer. Uh, phone flipping to horizontal mode. Uh, mine. Is that what you wanted? Horizontal Was mode? Was that four of them? I, I lost yeah. count. Uh, the game not being available. One. No touch screen. Unloading the dishwasher and dryer. Okay. And then phone flipping to horizontal mode. For Garrett, it is a broken phone charger. Forgotten password, broken elevator slash escalator, and then the age-old question, is Pepsi okay? Again, you can go vote 933-KWTO. And as we do every day, we finish it up with the show of the day, uh, with a quote of the day. Don't forget tomorrow, Brad Jackson going to be on the, the show. But today, quote of the day, Bertrand Russell, the whole problem with the world is that fools and fanatics are always so certain of themselves and the wise people always so full of doubt. We'll see you tomorrow. On the Elijah Harsha. Go Bears. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that. Sky